On this episode of the AIE Podcast, it's time to start planning your meetups. It's time to share the love. And time to talk to Jasmine about AIE in Final Fantasy. Hello. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 175, The Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. And joining me from the deep south in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. The, the deep south in central, that's that's throwing me off. We need deep to like south. come up with a different, deep, different the phrase there. The central south, <laughs> the deep Alabama? We'll, we'll try that one. Yeah, it's the something. Deep Alabama. Hey, speaking of Abavan, <laughs> we were speaking of him just earlier. There he is. Welcome, Abavan. I hope you are not dead or he's probably not because he just logged in. But Zod, what has been going on with you? Did you have a good New Year's? Did you have a good Christmas? Had well, a, what's been going on? an amazing, wonderful vacation. Santa was very good to the kids this year, as he always is. Uh, not so kind to my bank account, but that's how it goes. Um, I have to tell you, this this, this last week, you know, of course, you know, last month I was wall-to-wall working. So uh, this last weekend I had the chance just to drop everything and go play some games, and I got sucked back into Borderlands 2. That game is oh, amazing. I've seen you on now and again. We're not even remotely close to the same level. So, and I am kind of at the end of the game. So at some point we should totally play multiplayer because you get better no, loot. Absolutely. With the more people oh, you totally. add, you get better loot. Yeah. Well, the, I have all the max purple loot because, you know, those shift keys and special Yeah, I totally use. missed the Christmas one. I was super disappointed. That was 20 shift keys. Yep. And so I was yep, I was, was sad nice. to miss that one. But I still have, I think, 32 or 33 or something. So, you know, I'm not really hurting for uh, huh. hurting. For not that keys. I would ever recommend, you know, cheating or exploiting. It's not cheating. There's a way to, to not have they to use They gave me things. the keys. <laughs> like, how is that even remotely cheating? No, so there's a way to use them without losing them. But, uh, oh, I, will, I was not I will aware of that. We'll have to talk after the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have and will always have 55 geese at the moment. So. Nice, nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all purpled out, and I'm just loving that. And I switched over from the Sniper Dude Zero to the Commando with a turret. And, man, I mean, I love the Sniper, but it's fun. Just run to a room, throw the turret out, get up, go get a drink, come back, loot. You know, it's just neat. It's just a fun, fun game. Yes. No, I. Um, so what have you been up to? I've been playing some Borderlands 2. Uh, also, we decided to venture into Starbound, uh, which is sort of a world exploration. Like you started on a ship and you can go down to one planet and you can make very rudimentary objects. Like you can make a table and you can make a fire and that sort of thing. And then you get more recipes and can make more things. And it's kind of in constant beta right now. I think the game at some point will release when it hits 1.0, but it was, it's like $15 Minecraft. It is very like Minecraft and very like Terraria, but it is like, it is kind of a different twist on the same sort of thing. So yes, it's, it's, it's very, very much along those lines, but I haven't played either of those games and this was $15 and it's not a monthly subscription. So it's like, I can pay $15 and if I don't play for three months, I don't feel guilty as opposed to like an MMO right now, if I pay for the subscription and I can't play, you, you start feeling, hmm. But totally, I feel the way about WoW at the moment. Yeah, I uh, I uh, went down to Los Angeles for Christmas, uh, which was very nice. Got to see my nephew and my parents flew into town and such. Um, but it turns out, I don't know how people follow or, you know, keep up with a two-year-old. 
I, I'm very glad to visit one and then walk away because I was so exhausted at the end. We were only there for four days and Muli and I were both just like, okay, we need to like go take a nap. Like that, this kid is just going to go and go and go. So yes, I, and then I got sick when I got back, which is not supposed to happen on vacation, but you know, what can you do? That's, um, I, I'm feeling much better now. I should not have gone for a bike ride two days ago because it turns out when you have head and chest congestion, congestion, um, a bike ride's much harder. Like it becomes way it more does difficult, make it difficult to. Yeah. So, uh, so that's why I avoid it altogether. Just on the off chance <laughs> you just don't I exercise. Might be sick. Just don't exercise yeah, at all because it's like, oh, I might be sick. That's, that's going to be uh, going to be more difficult. I might, I might get sick. Either you no, know, when I go or being there where all the other people are sweating all over the place. I'm not sorry, going. <laughs> So, so this week, uh, we're joined by a special guest, Jasmine, who's here to talk to us about AIE and Final Fantasy. Wow, that is, they really need to shorten the name. This, this, is, a, this is a mouthful. It's 14 A Realm Reborn is what the, uh, the full title Nobody is. Nobody ever says that. Nobody, like, even where I work, when I type in all of the thing, all of Final Fantasy 14 A Realm Reborn, my editor will go and go, no, this is too much. Final Fantasy... <laughs> Well, it, 14. That's to, just it. We all know what you're talking about. The other one's closed. You can't play it anymore. So right. it, it's gone. Right, right. And and so so what's been going on with you outside of Final Fantasy? Because we'll get to that later. But what, what's been going on with you? Did you have a good New Year's? I went to Minnesota for Christmas and caught a cold. So okay. that's what you do. Well, because I'm from <laughs> Southern California right now. And oh, it's, it okay. was like it was 80 today. So yeah. I go from like 80 degree weather in December, January to you know, below freezing, incredibly cold, wearing my big jacket and like all the scarves I can find. And so I was doing very well until the last day where I brought home just all of the plague yeah. and just breathed so, it upon everyone. I'm actually from Northern Minnesota and I moved oh, out. Really? I, I, I moved to Northern California about tw- uh, 15 years ago now. And I'm oh, very choice. glad because I mean, my parents were, were just laughing because they would look at the weather where, because they were in Los Angeles for Christmas and they would look at the weather saying, oh, it's 22 below and it's 82 <laughs> degrees where we're at. So yeah, that, that was, uh, that was, but I'm like, why do you guys still live in crazy land? It's, I, why? they want to keep having Christmas there. And I keep saying why it's like, it's very nice inside. If you do not leave. Yes. And you look outside and it looks like a Hallmark card. That's very true. And there's true. all the pretty snow and it's very <laughs> lovely. And there's like the bright red cardinal and then it flies and there's the powdery blow. It's, it's very lovely. But if you have to stay inside, yes. there it's very warm and keep drinking your tea or your coffee, or your cocoa or your whatever. Don't go outside is the yeah. problem. Stay but inside. you can't do that because otherwise you get, you go stir crazy and you know, you will go cabin fever and go crazy on everyone. So you have to, you know. You have to go outside, but you get you get used to it when you live there, which I guess my parents are at this point used to it. They are impervious to the freezing temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll be digging into Final Fantasy. Wow, cr- Final Fantasy crazy letter fun time. Thanks Zod. That had to have been you. That uh, was not me actually. Oh, okay. That that, wasn't me. that must have been Aludra then. <laughs> we'll blame the missing Aludra for yes. dropping Oh down yes, off Aludra. Aludra is not feeling well. We don't we didn't mean to gloss over it. She is not feeling well at all. Um she texted me from urgent care 
at the hospital mm. saying, I'm really sorry. I'm like, if you're in urgent care, you're not allowed to apologize. That's, that is, <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry. No, I, you're not. As producer, I'm not going to allow that. So we all wish her well. We all sure, um, hopefully she'll be back next week. She just had a, a throat thing that just kept progressively getting worse. So she's, uh, so she's um, going to be, you know, uh, hopefully on the mend and hopefully here next week. Um, so speaking of Final Fantasy Crazy Letter Fun Time, uh, we will cover this week's news. AIE News. All right. For those of you into music and gaming, and if you're listening to this podcast, we know you are, there will be an AIE meetup at MAGFest in National Harbor, Maryland this Saturday, January 4th. That's just two days from now at 3 p.m. So if you're anywhere near the area or you can get there, you're going to want to RSVP on the AIEmeetup.com site and join in on the fun. So the FanCon uh, PAX, which has turned into something ridiculously large, it's held three times a year. It's happening soon now on the East Coast. Uh, the PAX East meetup on a, for AIE folks is going to be on April 13th at 6 p.m., which I believe is probably Saturday. I didn't specifically look. Uh, the tickets are sure to sell out for PAX, so if you haven't registered yet... Might be too late. I haven't. I haven't looked. Um, but yeah, check the check the forums. Uh, the con is crazy. It's a lot of fun. Uh, meet up with some AIE folks there. All right. And speaking of meetups, don't forget that AIE has our own meetup.com page. So if you've ever wanted to get together with a bunch of your AIE pals and catch a movie or play some games or do whatever, head on over to our meetup.com page and arrange your own meetup. Yes, I believe there is one uh, at the end of this month locally that I will be going to. Uh, that I wasn't able to go to the last one, but it's a good group of folks and I've been to one of them before. So uh, I will be certainly hitting that up. So, and for the record, the uh, Los Angeles and the Phoenix, Arizona people have the best meetups. Oh yeah. Well, I I think think that they have, they have the highest uh, population density as well for AIE members. So that, that probably (laughs) helps with that. So the AIE World of Warcraft Love is in the Air event is just a month and a half away. It's around Valentine's Day usually. Uh, This is where we celebrate Valentine's Day by holding a big group love-in complete with happy couples renewing their vows in front of a special guest master of ceremonies. And did we mention they're going to hold it in the chapel in Stormwind? Yeah, that's right. They have a nicer church than we do, so we're, you know, we're going to go to the chapel there. So (laughs) that's right. In addition to honored guests, we need an honored guard, heavy on the guard. Come help us share our love with the Alliance in the best way we know how with large, heavy weapons. For more information, see Sirene's post in the forums. All right, for those of you that like to boldly go where no one's gone before, here's a chance to win something no one's won before, a starship with your own name on it. Perfect World has announced a contest to win a starship scale model of your choice. That's an actual physical model you can make your friends jealous over with your own name and registry printed on the ship. For more information on how to win, see the Perfect World website or find Captain Hunter's post in the Star Trek Online forums. And I have to say, Captain Hunter is really, really good at, hey, here's a news item that we can probably use. So pretty much every week, Captain Hunter is like on the case at providing us with great news to share on the show. So speaking of Star Trek Online, we want to give a big shout out to the AIE Star Trek Online crew for earning their 2013 Starbase ornament. As Captain Hunter says in the forums, we can't wait to see the 2014 ornament hanging there next year. And last, just a reminder, if you miss being able to chat with your AIE buddies when you're not in game, then miss it no more. AIE has our own Jabber server, so now you can sign in and chat with AIE even when you're stuck in that game called Real Life. 
for more information, see the Jabber post in the forums or search the AIE wiki. And yeah, it's it's really the the green wall is great and you can have it anywhere. It works on mobile phones. It works pretty much everywhere. So I highly recommend it. I'm on there a ton. It's it's a great time. So uh, with that, we have Jasmine, who's here to let us know what has been going on. I believe this is the sh- second Final Fantasy show we've had. Uh, the first was sort of the intro to what was going on. But now you guys are kind of established. I see you have a large... Really a, it's not really a Final Fantasy show. No, no, no. It's the, the it's penultimate fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> I, w- I would like to take a second right now. If we can direct attention to my camera and watch this person's chocobo chick freaking out on do you see do you see it just can't figure out where it wants to stand and it's just having a bit of a fit about it so final fantasy the best coding you can find except for when it comes to pets no pathing pathing's a hard problem come on so i'm gonna be on the bench or off the bench i don't know wow so we've got a little bit of that going on right now but um, okay, so yes, we are much more established this time. During the last podcast, I actually wasn't even an officer yet. So, hi guys, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, nice to be and here. We're Congratulations, <laughs> and we're sorry. Congratulations, and we're sorry. All is forgiven. It's okay. You're all you're all quite nice. But we have uh, since let's see, since the last time we have begun raiding, we have a raid group that goes out on. Thursdays and Saturdays, and uh, we go by some middle-of-the-country time, but I only know our time zone as we start raiding at about 7 Pacific time, so it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good raid time. Okay. And we've done a decent amount of the content. We haven't gotten into the hardest of content yet, but we've done uh, Primals except for Titan, and last week we cleared Crystal Tower, the brand-new raid on the patch. We had our first patch! A gigantic patch full of all of the things, including PvP. They added PvP in this patch, and a giant raid, and just all of the things. I am quite impressed so, so I, I'm always, I'm always a little curious when hmm. the game doesn't start out with PvP and it's added later. How well? Do, I don't know if you PvP at all, but how well is that balanced? Because normally, if they're saying, oh, not well. well Okay, then that's that's usually what my experience is when they sort of tack it on afterwards, that it's like, oh, we need to get this out there because people are clamoring for it. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like there's some race or there's some class combinations that are just that decimate the other ones. Yes. Um, maybe you have heard of sleep. Maybe just put the rest of the team to sleep. Kill one oh, person. Oh, wow. Move on and kill the next. Oh, well, man. the game I mean, is out and it's working really well. Let's ruin it. Final <laughs> Fantasy Sleep. I okay. don't know. Final Sleep Fantasy. But it's it doesn't it's not quite as bad as I expected because I had pretty much the same feelings that you did. Where oh, they're tacking on PvP. Clearly, this is going to go spectacularly. I can hardly wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it was um, a little bit better than I expected. It's like an arena-style thing. I know they're looking at adding different battlegrounds later, and it's the first iteration of it, so I expect them to balance it. One of the things I've been impressed about was just the sheer amount of content in this patch, so I would not be shocked if they actually spent a significant amount of time balancing it, but right now it's it's not unplayable by any means, but it's certainly... I wouldn't buy this game for the PvP. Like, if your game okay. is PvP, no, don't okay. do it. Well, I'm, I'm sure at some point it will it will reach a point that it's it's polished enough that people might come in because they like the Final Fantasy world and want to PvP. But for oh, now, actually, it's, you know, Final Fantasy and 
there is some PvP, but <laughs> Kelsier actually in the chat thing. room says something that is a good point. Didn't the devs say they actually are not super experienced with PvP? Oh. And one of well, because this isn't really their particular area of expertise. I mean, if you play the first first incarnation of Final Fantasy XIV 1.0, you know that they might not necessarily be the most experienced in the MMORPG market as a whole. And so one of the things that I did read when they were coming up with this was that when people asked about potentials for like a Warsong Gulch-themed kind of PvP, not just get in a circle and punch each other to death, uh, they did say that, well, our developers played many different PvP and other MMOs while they were deciding on what to do with this, so there is a potential for that in the future. So it very much sounded like we did research on what PvP was, which I don't think is bad. I'm actually happy that they were willing to go, well, I have no idea what's going on, so yeah. maybe I'll go figure out what's going on and try to do something about it instead of just going like the last director was like, nobody needs jump in an MMORPG. No one wants to jump. There was no jump in the first. Did you know? Wow. No. Yes, that, no, first that's... Final Fantasy 14 1.0, there was no jump. Wow. Wait, did they have dance? <laughs> we have dance. Like, this game has jump and dance and everything, but I actually don't so, recall if the first one had To me, dance. that's insane. It's like, I would get over there, but there's a log in the way. I can't yes, no, possibly like, get over a log. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you ever play like the original like Pokemon game where you could jump like over the very small cliff, but you could not go back up that cliff? So wow. in Final Fantasy 14 1.0, you could walk like down the small cliff and then turn around and just go, oh, if only I could slightly lift my foot up and get over this wow. branch. These boots oh, are no. so heavy. <laughs> exactly. I can't pick up my feet. <laughs> That's uh, that's pretty crazy. Well, I'm glad they added jump mm. then. That's yes. that seemed like an oversight in an MMO to not have jump. <laughs> it was yes, it was. Okay. Well, it was an oversight, and then it was an even worse oversight when they were asked about it, and they were like, nobody needs that. Wow. So, that guy's not working for the company anymore. That's the Steve Jobs answer. <laughs> oh yeah, that's only true. Steve Jobs can get get away with that. Yeah, to be fair, that's fair. It's like, no, we don't want you to do things the way you want to. We want you to do the things we want you to do. Like that that was yes. kind of the way that they released. So, I but I'm very glad that they have sort of tempered that with reality and our <laughs> the reality of jumping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I can do something and my MMO character can't, there's a problem. Because it, it turns out I play these games because they're supposed to be better than me. If I hit water and I die, or I, you know, can't jump, <laughs> then yeah, that that's because it turns out I can swim and jump. Like, I'm perfectly capable at both of those things. So. I, I can't swim. Oh, okay, well, I... I... <laughs> Man, what are you gonna do? I'm more suited for the SOTOR style of water, where it just doesn't go above your knees. Yes. Fine. Oh, that, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so housing, a thing that I think oh. they keep clamoring for WoW to mm -hmm. add, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. Final well, Fantasy have... started with housing, so. No, Final Fantasy did not begin with housing. Final Fantasy has added housing in the most recent patch. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yes, and that's right. And it starts patch. out at a cost, and the cost slowly goes down mm -hmm. as time passes. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's, it's, there is a diminishing cost. It is reduced by a percentage every six hours, but the maximum it can be reduced is to 50%, which means that if you start at, like, you know, 30 million gil, oh, it's going to be 15 million gil in three months. 
Okay. So oh. in three months, it'll go down. Yeah, right. Okay. So what they're doing is um, everyone got very mad about this because people got quite excited about getting guild housing. And then, of course, guild housing came out. And you looked at the housing prices, and it was just like, what? What? No, this is absurd. And so... Uh, game directors come out and said, yes, we understand this is very high. We want you to work up to this over the course of months. We want this to be a big goal for much later. And, oh, and by the way, we are going to reduce the prices, and we'll keep looking at that and reducing them depending on, or adjusting them depending on okay. the economy and how many have bought what. But when they said that they were, when they tried to, like, justify what was going on, basically the reasoning was there were only so many housing plots available on your server, and they didn't want everyone to buy up all of the houses immediately. So basically, oh, they just okay. didn't build the infrastructure for every guild to have the houses that they want, so maybe you should pay 30 million gil because we didn't build enough houses for everybody. So okay. it's like any real housing development in the real world. Yeah, it's like the Bay yeah. Area right now. They can't build it houses is. fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> so what this meant a meaning is that nobody got houses. Not nobody. Some people got houses. We had one very large guild on our server that got a house in the first week. And they were massive and gigantic and they got a medium-sized house. And then last time I checked, uh, two, two days ago, I think, there was one large house purchased, three or four very small houses purchased, and then one medium-sized house purchased. And this is over, oh goodness, I don't know. There's probably... Somebody help me out here. Maybe a hundred different plots that somebody could buy. And out of a hundred, they've bought like six. Oh, wow. And okay. it's been out for a couple of weeks now. Okay. Someone so did get a large so in other words, the, 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 the cost is starting out at the high level because they didn't make mm -hmm. enough. And as that trickles down, they will probably add the infrastructure to be able to make more plots. And thus, it, there won't be this like to, yeah. housing crunch that that. Okay. Okay, so I really hope so. I would like to see them just add in the infrastructure to Forever Guild to have had the houses that they want instead of going, well, no, you must work for the next six months to afford a very small house. Yes. So they said that they looked at uh, the economies on each server, and this is probably one of the more bizarre choices that I've seen a gaming company make, where they actually have different prices for different houses depending on the server cluster that you are on. I'm not making this up. This is serious. Wow. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> right. That's an interesting That's choice. <laughs> so, there are a lot of people that played, well, some people played 1.0. Nobody knows why, but they did. And they still had characters when the game closed. And what, what Square Enix did is they did not actually delete all of your characters when they shut down 1.0. They let you keep your character. I actually still have my character that I played for the first month of 1.0. I could go back in there and play her if I wanted to. And so there are servers called legacy servers where your legacy characters are. Okay. And Square Enix looked at those and went, wow, those servers have a lot more gills, so we're going to make their pr prices just absolutely absurd. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that, like, new players rolling on that server or guilds that haven't been saving since the beginning of 1.0 came out are just going, you want me to spend how many millions of gil on this? So, so speaking yeah. of such, how was AIE doing in uh, in getting our guild house funded? 
we are accepting donations right now, and they actually added in this patch the ability for people to donate directly to our free company chest, which is just like a guild bank, just like okay. a guild bank. And so, yay! Because cool. before it was like, oh, if you want to deposit money, that permission will also be able to take all of the money back out. So <laughs> this is a terrible oh. design. Yeah, yeah so that we... seems like a security flaw, <laughs> if I may be so bold. <laughs> Yeah, just wow. a bit. Just a smidge right there. So now we have now we can accept donations through the free company uh, chest, and I believe we're up to 2.6 million gil right now. Okay. Which sounds like a lot, but I think the smallest house price right now is around 7 million gil. So, Ooh. and that is very small. The small is just criminally small. So. <laughs> so in other words, AIE might be going for the medium. Just medium or large. We would like to do large, but medium isn't out of the realm of possibility. Medium isn't that bad, but it goes from like large, medium. Oh, look, I've got one room shack. Oh, okay. Oh, look, it's an apartment in New York. <laughs> yeah, no, I lived in that place in San Francisco for a while, actually. It was about this big. Yeah, no, that's like that's that's a thing. So okay, so uh, so donations are coming in. If you're playing Final Fantasy, mm -hmm. if you have some extra scratch, throw it into the free company's uh, coffers. They would greatly appreciate it. And uh, we will make you a house. Yes. Now, what exactly. do you actually get for the house? What does the house do for you? So so far, mostly just vanity stuff. We'd like to have a place to meet up, have guild events, be able to hang out in the different housing areas. There's actually you can like fish in the water, so we can have like fishing meetups and different like guild event sort of things there. But okay. there isn't any real. There's going to be people to be. You're going to be able to like breed chocobos and do things like that eventually. But right so now, you get it's your just own virtual space. House. You can go into mm -hmm. and actually be in the house. You can actually be in the house, and uh, it's it's instant. So there's about you know five or six, five or eight instances per housing zone. So there's three different zones and there's instances in that zone. And what, I guess I shouldn't say zone because that makes it sound like instances in a zone. There's three major cities <laughs> okay. and those three major cities have like a different design in their housing area. And then those three different designs, there's several instances of those. So okay. you actually get to build like a little neighborhood in theory, if other people had houses, you know, oh, so okay. right now it's a very small neighborhood. <laughs> Well, if, you get if, to decorate them and buy furniture mm -hmm. and wall hangings. Yep. And, you awesome. can decorate them. You can make every crafter can make like something for the house. So weavers can make rugs and carpenters can make tables and so oh, on okay. and so forth. And yeah. Well, that sounds pointless can... and amazingly cool. Well, yeah, that's I mean that's gaming for you. You're decorating gaming right your there. thing. That's it's what lovely. You have to make your house look better. That's it's so so lovely, Zod. Like making your armor better. I'm not going to say anything. Mm -mm. Okay, and so you guys just had a new patch. Yes, that was our major, major housing patch. Our gigantic housing patch and PvP and all of the little things, like they've been paying attention to the little uh, quality of life things, I would call it. So, like, you can click on this thing over here to teleport now that you couldn't click on before, and your chocobo doesn't stop once you start riding it forward like it did before when it was finished loading and just a lot of little things. Like, let me show you. If my camera's up right now, let me show you my favorite quality of life enhancement, which is this. I can't teleport while sitting down. All right. Well, technology can only go so far. <laughs> so let's do Well, they don't there want you go. to teleport into something. That's... Yeah, right. No teleporting into the ground. No clipping. We just saw how much money you have. 427,000. Holy cow. I know. That's a ton. No, it's actually not that much. I wish okay, it since was. We're, since we're, we've mentioned that, uh, it looks like there's a whole group of people standing around you mm -hmm. there in-game. 
Who are those? We get to tell you people? about the quality of life thing. Let me show okay, you. Okay, do that. I'm really excited about this. You don't understand how big of a problem this was. So this is the <laughs> list of ports that you can go to, and here's the cost, and here's where it is. Now the problem was this is the zone right here. It's showing you the zone you're porting into. It did not show you the zone before, so you had to look at your map and figure out what zone of oh, the thing, and then like, come over here. Where and, is Camp yes. Blue Fog? You'd have to look up on the wiki where Camp Blue Fog was. Okay, well that's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. Little, That's... little things like that. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I understand. Oh, someone's porting away. Oh, no, come back. Oh, there she is. So here are quite a few of, of the folks in our guild right here. They have gathered at Apalaku, Apalakalu Falls here in Old Gridania. That's easy and for you right, to say. Right? <laughs> certainly is. And so we've got little pets as well. There are quite a lot of pets if you are playing this game and you do not have all of the pets yet, please tell us. We would like to give you pets from the bank because there are too many. There are way too many pets in the bank. Like, look at this thing. We have about 50 tiny imps. So please so let us give you our pets. And neutered. <laughs> I know. They just keep multiplying. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's how that works. That's, you know, spay new your pets, as Zod said, as Zod said. Oh, there's someone over here. I didn't even see you. Hey, join everybody else. <laughs> Having a bit of a camera issue right now. Right now. Come on, turn around. There we go. There we go. All right. So well, apparently I don't get to turn any farther. There we go. It's a glitch with my computer and live streaming. I end up, when I go into this mode, it suddenly decides I can't pivot my camera how I want to. Oh, well, you know. You're not my real mom. The game is the game is young still. They'll work out they'll work out some of the issues. It, it'll happen. Oh, it's my computer. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, um, Although I was in the queue today, and I think I still have this picture up. I was positioning queue minus 32,009. That was my position in the queue. Minus 32,009. Wait, I wait, wait a second. So, but there are still queues, or is there that actually are like queues for a dungeon, or is that queues to get on the server? No, no, to get on the server. Oh wow! Okay, mm -hmm. it's not as much as it was before, but there are still queues once in a while when you log in. Okay, so fair enough. Like hopefully within six months they will resolve those issues and everyone will be able to log into the server they'd like to play on. But that now oh, it's a way to, Oh no, it's a wait of like 30 seconds or a minute. It's not, oh, no one okay. is upset about it. Okay. Cause no, I, no, I no. cause I've, I, there have been games that when features came out and people started logging into the game again, oh, yeah. it was like, Oh, 15, 20 minutes. It's like, well, I only have an hour to play. So if you're taking 15 oh, or yeah. 20 minutes off of that, that immediately becomes, you know, far less, uh, far less time to play. Um, so there are, uh, what, uh, what else has come out with the new patch? You mentioned the quality of life thing, which I, that's completely nice that you don't need to remember what zone is in which mm -hmm. one that the fact that they're, uh, just a bunch of little things like that. Like, you won't even notice it until you're in the middle of playing and go, oh, hey, I don't need to do this extra step that I needed to before. And that was nice. one of the things that actually made me the happiest because it really felt like the developers were actually paying attention, which is something that we are not used to. If you have played the first incarnation of this game, <laughs> you really don't expect them to listen. You expect to be told to sit down and stop trying to jump. The Well, the, so. the first game sounds like it was a treat. To play. It's horrible. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Worst man. game I've ever played. It was, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. So I'm really happy this game isn't terrible because it's all of the gorgeousness 
but without not hey, letting you. Jump. The first Final Fantasy animated movie was also gorgeous and <laughs> one of the most boring movies I have ever watched. <laughs> so like, oh my I, goodness, yeah, like. The second one was fine. Like, I think it was Spirits Within or something was the second one. Was, was That was that was enjoyable. So, no, Final Fantasy, they certainly can do pretty. Like, they have mm-hmm. entire teams of people that are doing particle effects. That is their <laughs> job. When we cast a spell, it needs to look pretty. And that's, you know, that's... <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Chocobo over here still, still, having, still having a bit of a fit. It doesn't like the Just- bench. Yeah, it just can't it, figure out this. Doesn't bench. like the bench very much. So uh, the dungeon roulette system was added this patch. Mm. Let me show this to you guys. We've okay. got this is one of the reasons I was really glad I had was able to make XSplit do the things I wanted to. So before you were just able to queue up for the dungeon that you wanted to do. Okay. And over here we have the duty roulette system, which <laughs> duty, but ha. you can click on. Right? No one no one says this stuff out loud before they ship this. I don't know why no, no. one thinks about this. But here are the different kind of rewards you can get. So these are the different tome stones. And tome stones are just like points in World of Warcraft. You have enough points, you buy the piece of armor that you want. Okay. It's very simple. They're tokens. This is the easy, they're tokens. Okay. Easier to get tokens, slightly harder to get token. Okay. And if you happen to be playing a role that is required right then, and there aren't a lot of people, for instance, if you want to do a low-level duty, then, then you can play your tank. <laughs> Thank you. It, you just, you, I, I never say this out loud. I always call it a dungeon because I can't really take this seriously. Seriously, no, so I, I understand, yes. And so let's see, for high level right now, bonus is tank. Main scenario, bonus is tank. Guild has bonus is tank. So, so basically, from if the you sounds play a of it, tank, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you play a tank, you're going to be extremely popular in dungeons, like every MMO. Like every <laughs> single You'll get MMO. A lot of duty. <laughs> You'll get so many duties. So all all the duty you could ever possibly want, you can have if you're willing to tank oh, the duty. Oh man! But one time I did have bonus reward of a healer, and I got to do that one time. One. Okay. Well, so I'm far. sure I'm sure tank is the first, and healer is a very close second. But that first is ever prevalent. Actually, really, I have seen DPS more than I've seen healer. I've seen looking for DPS like reward wow. bonus reward for DPS more than I've seen healer. Okay. Which doesn't say a lot because I've seen Healer once and I've seen DPS like five times or something. But still, more than Healer. But if you look, we're at four of four. If you play a tank, you're going to get extra bonus stuff. So, so many bonuses. Okay. So if you like tanking, uh, Final Fantasy, I, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. It's $15 right now on Amazon. I, I'm it just, is. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that it's $15 on Amazon. I didn't want to jump too far ahead in the, uh, in, in the notes here. Like, I thought that was a sale, and now it appears to just be the price. Like, it's just $15. And it is a sub game, but if you do the basic sub, it's only, I think, like $12.99 a month. So, And then if you want to do... How does that limit you? It limits you in an interesting way because this game is... This game is designed for you to only play with one character. It's not designed for you to have alts at all. And the reason for that... No, because look at this. I can play every different one of the classes that I would like to, including all of the crafting, everything that I want to do, I can do on one character. So if you're going to do it only on one character, then you can play the basic thing, and that allows you one character per server. And Uh, It's kind of like the secret world where your character just learns everything. So FYI, she's a heck of a carpenter and a botanist. 
So if you need any carpenter botanist. or botanist. <laughs> Not particularly good at the carpentry. Oh, no, weaver, I can I guess. weave you a rug. Okay. For the or house that we don't Can have. you do tapestries? <laughs> can you do, like, wall you hangings? Well, let's see if I can do a freaking tap. Because uh, you would think that, you know, they can do rugs and wall hangings and maybe upholstery is maybe Rug. the third thing. I can make you an awning. I could make you a parasol. Oh, an armchair. Okay. An armchair. And a nice, um, a thatch wall for some reason. Argyle rug. I could craft you a tonberry floor lamp or she, a stuffed chocobo. Or a moogle. Or a moogle. Okay. Stuffed moogle. I assume I have killed it and then stuffed it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's or a moogle somebody, rug. I can make a rug out of somebody it. Somebody who does this for a living, who goes and logs on to the game, says, "Man, I just did this for eight hours. Now I got to do it again." <laughs> make it a thatch wall. So you have a note here about recruitment. Has uh, yes. uh, the things have been stepping up to get more people in the uh, the free company? Yes, we have. Um, we have begun a little bit of recruiting. Abovan has actually posted on a few different communities that we would like to bring more people into AIE and come join our friendly ranks. If you have not tried out the game yet, or if you have tried out the game and are looking for a friendlier place to play, because this game is a lot more fun when you have people playing it with you. So we do have a pretty active community, as you can see right now. Twenty people are online out of 151 that we have in our in our guild right now. So. It is reasonably active pretty much at all times during the day. Okay. So if this is something that you're interested in, we do have recruitment going on right now. And go ahead, fill out an application, and I will poke at it, approve you, and come come join us. And you guys are understand, on... Uh, go ahead, oh, Todd. Understand Abavan, so I understand Abavan has waived the application fee this month? <laughs> no. There is no fee. Nobody has to, I don't know, send scotch to the officers. <laughs> But that is a uh, no ex- uh, welcome if you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, if, if you'd yeah. like to, it's on fun. Scotch. He Cookies, maybe. More than happily. Um, so you guys are on Gilgamesh, Thank correct? You. Mm-hmm. Okay. I we just... are on Gilgamesh on um, non-legacy server. It's one of the new servers. It's uh, not a Japanese server. It's not a legacy server. So it is. It's pretty populated. And even now, several months after the launch, I still see a ton of people in town. And I actually did not expect the launch to go quite this well, but it's still a pretty packed server. And what's really funny is I know three separate, completely disparate groups of people. They're all on Gilgamesh. Like, <laughs> like none of them know each other. None of them even associate with each other, but they just all happen to be on Gilgamesh. So I think it's a very popular server and it sounds like it is, yes. you know, reasonably full. But if queue times are anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute, I, yeah. I guess they have solved the problem of getting you logged in. That's that, yeah. that's not really an issue. Like I can wait a minute. That's that's not a big deal. It's it's popular. It's populated without being so populated that it's a waste of time to play. I lived through the Wrath of the Lich King release on oh. the server Illidan, so my wait time to get in was like two hours, an hour and a half to play. So it's thirty seconds. Go go to the bathroom, get <laughs> yeah. a soda. You're fine. Exactly. It's it's not. It, well, Check I mean, email. to be fair, there are some games which are coded badly. Which you're going to wait a minute for them to launch anyway. So it's pretty <laughs> much true. the same as that. It's not really much different. So is there anything else you wanted to add that you did not include in the show notes uh, specifically? 
Oh, not particularly. I mostly wanted to show off everyone that is standing around here and hanging out with us. And hey, guys, everyone jump. What's <laughs> up, guys? Cast your loudest spell. Cast <laughs> your loudest spell. Let's show off. Let's show off the particle effects. Guys. Oh, yeah. No. And as I said, Square Enix has an entire particle effects team. So, you know, that's they are serious about making their sparklies pretty. That's that was pretty. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Here's all of our particle effects. We've oh, got. Wow. If those well, listening to the audio podcast, you need to jump in the video and take a look at this. Oh yeah, this, Dan, definitely. I got pretty. Definitely, definitely jump into the video. It's uh, it's it's. It's it, very lovely. We have quite a lot of quite a lot of flashes, which does once in a while. Once in a while, it does make it very challenging to see the boss that you're fighting. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes we do have a little bit of that issue where everyone's punching the thing, and so you cannot see the thing. Oh, we, yes. Do they give you the option to hide everyone else's particle effects but your own? Mm, I actually haven't looked because it hasn't been a problem for me. Okay. It's just, yeah, I, we, I heal. I look at the little bars. I make sure they're going in this direction instead of in that direction. <laughs> oh, you're a healer, right. So you have and then we're good. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think I've ever looked at a boss before. I, I, uh, I, we have noticed that problem a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm currently playing Torchlight 2 quite a bit. And we just beat the game and we're starting new game plus. <laughs> and there are some mm-hmm. times that, that Mooley is just like, I'm assuming I'm hitting the guy. There's so many particle effects on the screen that I just, it's like, I can see his health bar and it's going down. So I must be doing something correct. So yes. Just keep I, hitting one. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, with that, uh, so I think that's our show for this evening. We want to thank Jasmine. Thank you very much for joining us and uh, bringing beautiful particle effects to, uh, to the podcast here. <laughs> So, uh, is there anything else you want to? Uh, your Twitter is uh, IRL. Oh yes, uh, yeah, IRL Jasmine. If you would like to, if you would like to follow me, um, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at IRL Jasmine. You can check out my website IRLJasmine.com for my blog and links to all of my social stuffs, Facebook, Instagram, all my things. If you'd like to do that, and go ahead and say hi to me on Twitter or Facebook or really anywhere. I'm online all the time or if you'd like to say hi to me in the game i am deanna winchester in final fantasy 14 gilgamesh server send me a tell say hello apply to the guild coming out with us we're a nice group of people yes so uh next week we'll be talking to a special mystery guest so you should join us no we're kidding it's not really a mystery guest we just don't know who it is yet uh there's been a bunch of people that have wanted the slots so we're, we're working that stuff oh, out <laughs> i am interrupting you i'm interrupting you because i've been reading chat and bunroku says that yes in fact you can indeed hide spell effects oh, oh and so did Lilith. she okay. also said that yes you can hide spell effects from other people oh good which oh is, and honestly, you can limit it to only your party well. which might be really really useful in a raid party. that's very nice yeah it, it's if very a- surprising how well this really pretty game will run on older computers. I can't believe the number of people that I've talked to like, oh, I'm playing it on my ancient computer and it runs just fine. It's well, like, really? I mean, it's so pretty. Let's be fair. They had really nice particle effects on the PlayStation 2. So that's true. That you was are a right. decade ago or more now. So like Squaresoft yes. knows their particle effects and they know what they can do with the engine. So that doesn't that that's not super surprising for me. Uh, so, uh, Zod, if you want right. to, we'll carry on out a uh, quick note to the chat room, get your show notes or show title ideas in why we're closing the show. But for now, stay tuned. We've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming up, including much lesser known Shaw's ask Miss Mulgra mega minute, the new Buxley's journal. Yes. Buxley Woo-hoo! is back. And of course, overly dramatic news. 
And first, if you need to reach us, we can be found at our email is podcast.aie-guild.org. Our Twitter is at AIE Podcast. I am at Show Not Found. Accuzod is at Accuzod. And Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. We record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room, play along with us, or watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website at keyswithsoul.com. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community. AIE where all the nice people on the internet are. Gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to AIE. Submissions. Ow. Greetings, this is Rastlin. And I'm here in the Action 10 News flying machine high above the Dread Wastes, interrupting our daily Claxi traffic report to bring another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Shyness. Despite being actively sought for a very long time by heroes far and wide across the entire breadth of Pandaria, from the highest peaks of Kumlai Summit to the deepest caverns known to anyone, this Shah has not yet been encountered, or even seen by any adventuring team, nor has any trace ever been found. The Lore Walkers of Pandaria say this is merely a coincidence, and nothing to get too worked up about. We now return to your regularly scheduled... Ooh, there's Bond. Take us down over there. Ramka, and welcome to Ask Miss Malgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, how can I keep my life mate from forgetting all his resolutions for the new year? In this time of positivity, while we stand at the threshold of a brand shiny new year, rather than being critical and assuming your mate will fail, you should be asking, how can you help your mate to best remember his New Year's resolutions? Take a hint from the etymology of the word resolution. The original root of the word was from Latin, which I think is a goblin engineering shop at the mall. Apparently, they still have the Mark 5000 crater cannon, on sale to the end of the week. I suggest 
that you consider purchasing this firearm and displaying it on your warg mount's gun rack the next time you and your mate go hunting together. If he asks why you are pointing it at him, explain that it is simply your way of encouraging his initiative. I am Miss Mulga, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis of the Malkarok encounter from the Siege of Orgamar Raid. This fight requires two tanks and two to six healers depending on the raid difficulty. This fight is comprised of two fixed phases with phase one lasting two minutes and phase two lasting 20 seconds. Phase one has a spreading out on the platform around Malkarok with both tanks in the center where they will engage him. During phase one, everyone is affected by a debuff called Ancient Miasma which has two effects. First off, it makes it so that all healing doesn't actually heal the player, but instead replenishes a shield that starts at 100% that mitigates any damage taken to that player. Second, it causes a moderate amount of shadow damage to players every two seconds. As a healer, it's my job to replenish the player's shield so that the shields can continue mitigating damage taken to the player. Eternal Flames are perfect for this task. With the constant damage going out to the raid, I use Holy Radiance and Daybreak Holy Shocks to build Holy Power so as to blanket the raid with Eternal Flames. I try and focus on the shields that are low, indicated by a red icon on my user interface. Holy Prism works great during Phase 1, while Light's Hammer works better in Phase 2, so pick one and roll with it. There are three abilities during Phase 1 that Malkarok throws out onto the raid to be ready for. First, Arcing Smash. It is a frontal cone attack that he throws out onto the quadrants of the platform every 15 seconds three times. Move out of them. Second, after the third Arcing Smash, he uses an ability called Breath of Ysarge. This does a ton of shadow damage to the quadrants affected by Arcing Smash that will one-shot anyone standing there. So make sure you're located in an area that wasn't affected by Arcing Smash when he casts this. The third major ability that he does is Imploding Energy. There are void zones that he throws out onto the raid every 15 seconds that if one person is not standing in, deals tons of raid-wide damage. So everyone needs to take their turn in the void zone to prevent damage going out to the raid. After two minutes, we go into phase two. In this phase, we lose Ancient Miasma and go back to healing folks as normal. During this phase, we group up to receive AoE heals since Malkarok is bombarding the raid with physical damage from his Blood Rage attack. On top of that, random members must run out of the raid when they are affected by the displaced energy debuff that Malkarok applies to them. If it's on you, simply run to the outer edges of the platform where it can get dispelled without causing damage to the raid. Diva Aura is good to use during this phase in case people get dispelled a little too soon. After 20 seconds, he goes back into phase one and it's rinse and repeat. Once you get the mechanics down, especially the ancient miasma mechanic, you'll see that it's a pretty easy boss to take down. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C or check out my blog page at healingspec.com. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a Buxley. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. I decided I needed to take a vacation. Someplace quiet where I could commune with nature and where everyone was in harmony with everything. So the very first place I went was to the timeshare resorts of Alterac Valley. The timeshares are like this. The Alliance goes to the Horde Resort and vice versa. Pretty simple. 
All you have to do is sign up and you can go. When I got there, everybody was waiting around in a small gated area in a cave. I think that's because the check-in time hadn't started yet and the staff was still cleaning out the living quarters from the last people that were there. The rule is the first person to get into a room gets to stay there. So when the bell finally rang, we all ran out of the cave and headed straight to the resorts. Well, everybody got out of there so fast that I just kind of hung back and kind of looked around a little bit to see if there's a place I could stay that wasn't at the main resorts. And I found this abandoned bungalow overlooking a cliff and it looked like a great place. So I start unpacking my stuff and all of a sudden the whole place goes up in flames. I don't know what happened, but it smelled like steak burning and I realized it was me. So I got out of there and headed to the main resort. When I got there, a bunch of people were just standing around yelling at each other to go inside the keep. So I go in to take a look and there's a store pike general in there with a bunch of his buddies. Now I try and break the ice by joking around and say, hey, why don't you have any furniture in this keep of yours? Well, they don't like this one bit and they all attack me. Everybody who's waiting outside piles in and they all join the fight. We finally beat this guy up and then someone comes over to the loudspeaker in the resort to tell us that it's our time is over here and they kick us all out. Because of the fighting, the extremely flammable locations, and the really strict rules about how long you can stay, I'm giving Alterac Valley 1 out of 5 stars. If you'd like to see what I'm up to, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Mysterious presents seem benign, but are they? It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The Feast of Wintervale is now upon us, as young and old, Horde and Alliance alike, await that magical day when they stop tearing each other to shreds and can instead rip open their gifts underneath the tree. This year, ODN has learned that an anonymous organization has raised the bar, spending millions of gold pieces to give each resident of Azeroth something truly special. The mystery gift is known as the Goggle Glass, and it seems to be a combination metagem transmogrification item that the owner can attach to his or her headgear. Once attached, it causes the helm or cowl to appear as one of the specialized goggles that engineers are seen to wear. It also acts as a location device, map display, and guide to local dungeons and inns. Truly an amazing device. However, there have been some glitches. Several have noted that once attached to a helmet, the glass magically transfers itself to any new headgear that is equipped, making itself a permanent feature of the owner's equipment. And those sensitive to magic have noticed a stream of energy flowing in both directions from the device. Most recipients, however, are now happy goggle glass users and seem unconcerned about the downsides. After all, nobody would be foolish enough to try to track every resident of Azeroth, would they? Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. So until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. And this is Accuzad. And this has been the AIE Podcast. about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.